T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. This hour of the Mark Reardon Show is sponsored by Gamma Tree Experts. Your trees deserve the best care. Call Gamma Tree Experts. It's the third hour here on this Friday afternoon. If you missed the roundtable, make sure you go back, use the Odyssey app. You can use the rewind function to 3 o'clock this afternoon. We had a lot of fun during that show. A couple of things coming up here this hour as uh, Matt Pauly is going to join us. There, there is I didn't touch on this with Frank Cusimano, but, you know, uh, so you've heard us refer to the name, image, and likeness, the NIL deals. You know, these college kids are getting paid right now. Yeah. There is a story that's um, got a lot of attention about this quarterback for Florida who was basically offered a $13 million deal holy toledo yeah so but it fell apart and oh. in but you, you the details are really interesting matt Polly from the camo exercise we'll talk some nfl playoffs as well mac bradley will be here he's our um you know our awesome space expert we'll talk about what nasa is doing there's a couple of uh space related issues that we'll get into but i have some topics that i wanted to to talk about here at the beginning as well and one of them i just found this afternoon which i think is interesting this is in forbes how does this happen? Okay, maybe we should ask our friends at ThrottleNet, right? A hacker has landed a very shiny prize at the end of a cyber rainbow. The TSA's no-fly list. <laughs> TSA what? spokesman says, TSA is aware of a potential cybersecurity incident we're investigating in coordination with our federal partners. So here's what happened. This was broken on something called the Daily Dot. And um, there's a blog post that is entitled, How to Completely own an airline in three easy steps and grab the TSA no-fly list along the way. This is a Swiss hacker who is known as MAIA Arson Crime W. 
I don't know if that's exactly Catchy. how you say it. I know. I might be saying it differently. Details how boredom led to hunting on the Internet for exposed open source automation Jenkins servers. I have no idea what that is, but it sounds important, right? <laughs> yeah. The hacker's Twitter bio describes an indicted hacktivist, security researcher, artist, mentally ill. Um, and then it says also ill, NB, polyam, trans, lesbian, anarchist, anarchist kitten, which uh, in 23 years old. I think all that is a joke. I don't know, though, anymore, right? This person was indicted by a grand jury in the U.S. in March of 2021 related to, this is a female, hacking activity between 2019 and 2021, um, according to the Wikipedia page that is about this particular person. And she says it's accurate. So the post that she writes tells of an accidental discovery. At this point, I've probably clicked through about 20 boring exposed servers with very little of interest. When I suddenly started seeing some familiar words, ACARS, a lot of mentions of crew, and so on. ACARS is aircraft communications, addressing and reporting system. It's a digital communication system between aircraft and ground stations. Then, she says, came the payoff, jackpot, an exposed Jenkins server belonging to Commute Air. After spending some time poking around the server, she eventually ran across a file called nofly.cvs. I had this is frightening when you think what? about it. I had owned them completely in less than a day with pretty much no skill required besides patience. That was my first experience with anything aviation, really. This leaves you with all kinds of confidence considering what happened with the FAA Boy, no and kidding. what happened with the software from Southwest Airlines. Uh, how about that? Right? I mean, jeez. Commute Air first learned of the breach from Crime W. She basically explained what she had found, says a spokesperson for Commute Air. She gave us enough time to reply, pull our resources together, and communicate with our employees before anything was ever made public. The breach server was not the airline's main server, but one used for testing and development, according to the airline spokesman. Um, and I guess that's different than the, uh, that's different than what she found with the no-fly list. I think, right? I'm a little confused because yeah, they, the, the, they mentioned commute error. Uh, maybe it's because I, I think what happened is she gets into commute error. They have access. That's what it is. So she hacks into commute error. They have access oh, to the no-fly list because they're an airline. And apparently, this is a United Express umbrella. It's described as. Um, something that operates out of Denver, Houston, and Washington, D.C., to about four dozen small airports around the country. But they still implement the no-fly list because if someone comes through on the list, they would have to flag them. But I guess this hacker gets in. It's not a big deal. Um, The hacker and the airline's confirming this. It was an outdated, they say, 2019 version of the federal no-fly list that includes the first and last name and date of birth of people. So I don't know how big of a deal it is in the end, but it it doesn't really make you feel good about where we are with... um, you know, with access to some of these things and how easy it might get. We hear about this all the time. Like George from Throttle that's been in here and and talked about how some of this stuff happens sometimes pretty easily, right? Yeah, and what's interesting in that case is, of course, you don't have to – you can get it from the airline. You just have to hack the easier one to get the list from that rather than the actual, you know, TSA. So you can – there's always a roundabout way to get something you want if you're a hacker. It's kind of incredible. It it really is. Okay. Now, this one – this is just one of those things that kind of fascinated me today. Um, There's a town – I don't know how this happens, okay? It's a school, actually, Massachusetts High School. For nearly a year and a half, this high school in Massachusetts has been lit up around the clock because the district literally cannot figure out how to turn off – 7,000 lights in the building. 
Now, this is a computer issue. Listen to this. Oh, okay. Okay, the lighting system was installed at Minshog Regional High School. It was built over a decade ago, intended to save money and energy. But ever since the software, again, this kind of ties in here, that runs it failed on August 24th of 2021. So this is going on for a year and a half now. The lights in this Springfield, Massachusetts, suburban high school have been on continuously, costing taxpayers a lot of money. Aaron Osborne, who's the assistant superintendent at the school district, tells NBC News, we are very much aware this is costing taxpayers a significant amount of money. We've been doing everything we can to get the problem solved. I would say the net impact is in the thousands of dollars per month on average, but not in the tens of thousands. So, they put this back in 2012, and it was a computer-controlled lighting system. It worked for 10 years. They had a power outage. Since the power outage, nothing has worked. The high school has a newspaper. Fred, <laughs> oh Fred brought his gosh. newspaper in, right? So they did a story on this originally, what's wrong with the lights? And here's what they said in that story. Since August 24th, all the lights in the high school have been on 24-7. They're stuck either all on or all off because of the server malfunction that occurred after the power outage on the 24th. There is currently no manual way to control the lights other than a series of breaker switches that can only be shut off the whole section, right? Oh so why has the problem not been fixed? The director of facilities and operations says it's more complicated than just a computer server problem. When the high school was rebuilt in 2012, an energy conservation software was added, which relied on a daylight harvesting system for the lights to use daylight to equalize the light in the room. Candela estimates that there are about 7,000 lights in the building, all of which individually send information through wires to a computer, which determines how much light to keep that particular one on, right? So this is super fancy. I'd like to know how much it cost him in the first place to put something Boy, like no this kidding. in, right? Um, WCBV5 in Boston says that the school is looking for a fix, but that's not going to be cheap either. So they say they tried to find someone to repair the system. They discovered that the original installer had uh, been sold multiple times. That's what happens. Right? The company puts it in. There's a new owner. There's a new owner. They couldn't find someone at the new owner who was familiar with the system. They were given a rough estimate of $1.2 million to replace the entire system. Oh they tried to hire a software consultant who was unable to develop a solution. Um, they kind of identified a piecemeal approach to replace certain pieces. But let's say it's – it's. they wrote about this on hotair.com today. Let's say $5,000 a month. Um that's 20 times, 20 years worth of that would be the 1.2 million, but they may have to do that at this point, right? So there's a light that this... never goes out. The taxpayers are paying for it. And they, in 2023, when we're going to talk here about putting, you know, maybe even people back on the moon and we have a rover on Mars, we can't figure out how to turn the lights out at a high school in Massachusetts. That's when technology, when you think, ooh, I'm just going to do this, it's super efficient, then that's when it goes bad. If you would just flip the light switch, Mark, it'd be fine. I've never heard of something like that, have you? Uh, never. That, that's a new one. And never. I think I've heard, I've heard a lot of things and a lot of stories, but that one really And I know a guy, or, or I knew of a guy who worked for a company who would p- supply people to put in light bulbs in large structures where they're, you know, really high light bulbs, when they go out. I mean, they have entire... And this is going to happen there, and it's really expensive. Oh, I can imagine it is. All right. Now, I have to apologize for this one. This one would be PG-13. If you have the kids in the um, in the car, Sue probably doesn't like stories like this. I'm rather fascinated. This is in the New York Post. The headline, I hated my first time, so I paid $10,000 for surgery to restore my virginity. 
She's got some tissue, the story says. Now she's ready for some hanky-panky. A Miami woman is claiming that she underwent hymen reconstruction surgery because she wants to have sex like it's the very first time. Julia Medeiros is her name. She made headlines for looking like Kylie Jenner, apparently. And she claims that she endured the $10,000 procedure because she wasn't happy with the way everything went down the first time. She says, I was 17. I lost my virginity to a 30-year-old guy. Um... Just like many women, I was deceived. I was promised marriage and children like in fairy tales. It's evident that once he got what he wanted, he didn't keep anything he promised. Now, look, I'm not a scientist or even really that smart, right? I'm just a guy that talks on the radio. I don't really think it works that way. If you were a virgin and someone took your virginity, you can't really go back to the hospital and say, replace that, and then I'm, I'm a virgin again? Is that, that, is that how it works what she's days? saying. That is yes. exactly what she's saying. Oh boy! Now what she's Ten really, grand. I think what she's really saying, if you want to know the truth, is I want more Instagram followers and I want some attention. Yeah, uh, yes, yeah, for she's, sure. But it says in this story, several women have now revealed spending thousands of dollars for designer vaginas. Sue and I apologize again. Oh. Um, Doctor John, I don't. Doc, we'll just call him Doctor John S. Chief surgeon at the Signature Clinics in the UK says that in August, we said this in August, that demand for Lobbyoplasties, who knew, doubled in one year alone. He reported performing 50 lobbyoplasties in 2021 and even more in 2022. He blamed tight clothing, like legging and tights. It's Lululemon's fault for the need to alter the inner and the outer. You can use mm-hmm. imagination there. Mm-hmm. I won't go any further. Mm-hmm. But that's that. I this is another aspect of this story. The quote from him is: "Exercise clothing." is a little bit tighter. It's form-fitting, so it puts pressure on the area. They experience pain, discomfort in general. So apparently the women that are doing this are doing it because there's pain involved, not like the Instagram model who just wanted to get her virginity Mm. back. Um, And I I apologize in advance, right? Yeah. John Kerry was at Davos. John Kerry thinks that, you know, the planet is um, going to hell in a handbasket because of climate change, right? He's been on that kick for years. And one of the things that happens in these situations is... uh, People like me and those of us who are lukewarmers or whatever, we start to say to people like John Kerry, hey, wait a second here. Uh, You fly all over the world in these big jets. So John Kerry's. I love this. What did he say? No, 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 no. Here's what happened. So he he had said in the past that um, he flies commercial exclusively, mm-hmm. right? So he, when he's, well, right. We're going to get to that here in a second, but here's what he said. He's asking, How can you uh, justify being here <laughs> when you break. yourself take private jets? Can you answer that? But you've taken a private jet before... No, but you've taken a private jet before to collect a climate wa- climate change award. You have done that. I fly commercial <laughs> exclusively. He's a big liar. Oh, yeah. The gas-guzzling private jet owned by John Kerry's family has already taken 16 flights this year alone. Um, now, that was that was back last year, but still, it's an older story. But he, he says that he flies commercial now, but you know what he does? He charters the commercial flight. Well, what does that mean? Well, it's a private flight, Thank you. Right? That's, that's essentially what happens. All right, a little bit of politics here. Um, I mentioned this a little earlier. It's fascinating because you have dynamics now where the president's got a new scandal. The former president, President Trump, is getting hit by people that loved him, would never break away from him. But now, because President Trump has defended the jab, they're done with him. He's done. He's gone. So is there a place for someone outside of Ron DeSantis in the mix coming up. How about Nikki Haley? When you're looking at a run for president, you look at two things. You first look at, does the current situation push for new leadership? 
The second question is, am I that person that could be that new leader? That yes, we need to go in a new direction. And can I be that leader? Yes. Do I think I could be that leader? Yes. But we are still working through things and we'll figure it out. I've never lost a race. I said that then. I still say that now. I'm not going to lose now, but stay tuned. All right. So Josh Crossauer, our friend from Axios, breaking this down. She is someone who, as she said, she's never lost a race. She's, she won a, her first campaign in South Carolina coming from behind as an underdog. So she, she would start out I think as an underdog, if she gets into the presidential campaign, she is someone who espouses a sunny version of conservatism. She's an optimist. She's someone who uh, would focus on her governing record in in South Carolina for two terms as governor. What's what's an help me out with that? What's an optimist? That that word threw me me. off. Sunshine, rainbows, everything will be okay. That thing, I know. But I think she would be a good candidate. I mean, is she? This is going to sound sexist, okay? Because people are going to say, well, how about DeSantis and Haley? Well, what's wrong with Haley and DeSantis, right? Oh, I see what yeah, you mean. Would she, in other words, would she be a Veep candidate? Right. I, I like Nikki Haley, but I'd like to see a bit of a vetting battle go on with Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, and maybe a couple others as well. On the Biden front, Josh weighs in on this. These polling numbers for Biden are bad and getting worse. I always did a look at the polls and look at where Biden's numbers are now compared to where they were before this scandal. And look, the early polling is showing that this president is taking something of a political hit. Uh, The Quinnipiac put out a poll this week. Uh, Biden's job approval rating is down to 38%. That's five points down from where it was last month before the controversy began. Uh, and if you look at the average of polls by Real Clear Politics, Biden's job approval rating is about two points lower than where Trump's was before the 2020 presidential election. Wow. I don't know if people would have expected that. Holy so, God. you know, the notion that Biden is in strong political shape, uh, this certainly has hurt his political standing. But, um, you know, I think the bet from the White House at the same time is that they think Republicans are going to overreach and they think that they can paint the Republicans in an in a extreme corner. And they, mm-hmm. they're hoping that this scandal will blow away with the passage of time. All right. On the scandal front. So the president said this yesterday. This confused some people. We're fully cooperating, looking forward to getting this resolved quickly. I think you're going to find there's nothing there. I have no regrets. I'm following what the lawyers have told me they want me to do. It's exactly what we're doing. There's no there there. Okay, I I'm I have no regrets. I took the classified documents, right? That right. I that I told yeah. the American people in a 60 minutes interview that when the former president did that, that was just irres- I can't even believe someone could have been that irresponsible. <laughs> That's right. And now it's like, look, uh, you know, every the lawyers are telling me what to do, and I'm just doing what the I don't even know what he said there. But KJP asked this question. I'm not going to uh, comment further from what the president has said uh, yesterday. I think he. Uh, he laid out his thoughts. He was asked about it. He laid out his thoughts of whatever question he was asked. I'm not going to get. I'm not going to get into specifics, or I'm not going to uh, go beyond what the president has said. But I will reiterate from here uh, that, uh, and basically what he said to 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 all of you many times at this point, that he does indeed take classified information and seriously, he does indeed take classified documents seriously. I'm just not going to go beyond that. I would refer you to the White House Counsel's office. Okay, for- blah, blah. blah. Blah, 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 blah. And then I wanted to touch on one thing crime-related, unfortunately, because you have um, – I didn't touch on this yesterday, but you have a situation with um, crime in Atlanta and homicides are way up already even this year. And they are on high alert because there was a protester that was killed a couple of days ago by police because police say that that person was shooting at them. Here's one of the protesters, by the way, saying this. I do think the world 
is at a turning point where people recognize that cops are not there to help them. Yeah, cops are not there to help oh you. My but um, this is what the actual police say about what happened down there. An individual without warning shot a Georgia State Patrol trooper. Other law enforcement personnel returned fire and self-defense and evacuated the trooper to a safe area. Acts such as arson, physical attacks on members of our community, focused intimidation of citizens, the use of explosives, and setting booby traps that have the potential of causing great bodily harm or could possibly maim are not acts of peaceful protest. They are criminal acts that destabilize communities and endanger citizens. So they're going through what we've gone through here in St. Louis and what Minneapolis has gone through. And now, um, because of what happened on Wednesday, they're worried about this weekend and tonight in particular because the uh, the protesters are calling for a night of rage. So, oh, great. Yeah, buckle up for Atlanta tonight. We'll see what happens. Hope for the best. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Hey, audio cut of the day is coming up here before we wrap up the show. I think we have some things set for next week as well. I am told that uh, Terry Jones from Issues and Insights will be here on Monday. There was a poll that Terry wrote about that um, was rather sad. It showed that most people in this country think that we're headed towards socialism. So we'll talk to him about that. Also, Tuesday, the new Attorney General of Missouri, Andrew Bailey, will be with me here on 97.1 FM Talk. Let's visit with Mac Bradley, our local space expert, who also has a significant role with Marty Grind in St. Louis. It's a very interesting dual role that you play on this particular show, right? 
because you're our space expert. How are you, Mac? I'm good. How are you? Happy New Year. Before we get to some of the, because this is a big year for NASA, big year for yeah. space. We've talked about it, you and I, over the course of years, and, and now it's kind of, um, I think, culminating into really some significant things. We'll get to that in a second, but Mardi Gras is just around the corner, isn't it? It is. Well, we're actually Beginning. already yes. yeah, in, the, in the middle of the season. Yeah. So what do we need to know? What's coming up first here? The Cajun cook-off, things like that? What happens? Cajun when when is Mardi Gras? It's like... The uh, 18th. Okay. Sat- Sat- well, the big event, Grand Parade Day, Saturday, February 18th. And, and that's how I, my wife's actually doing some stuff and working with you guys on some sponsorships with her dispensaries. She's in the cannabis industry in oh, Bliss, by the way. Yeah, yeah so she's right. doing some stuff. With, and she wanted me to to be there that day. And I said, nope, you're forgetting I'm going to be in Kansas City for Springsteen. So I can't be there this year for that. But she's got us going. What's the big, the Why, next Thursday night, what's going on? There's a big deal. What's Springsteen doing Having an event on our during Mardi Gras, well, yeah, you have I mean, to talk what, to him about that. Thinking? I don't know what he's thinking yeah, there. But yeah. what's next Thursday? Isn't there like a kickoff event then too? So, so Thursday uh, is the first time we've ever done this. If you've been to any of our twelfth night events, it's always on January sixth the, the, when we kick off the season. We also have a coronation ceremony for our mo- new monarch right. of the year. Well, we didn't do that uh, on twelfth night this year. Instead, we are doing it. This Thursday. Can I just announce who it's going to be yeah, right now? No, you cannot. Because <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, you cannot. <laughs> but we will announce it that night, and uh, it's it's somebody you've probably yes, heard I of. Yeah. I won't even hint around, but yes, yeah. I am a, I've been privy to that information, but I'm pretty yeah. good at keeping secrets. Yeah, so, so I, I mean, that. that's exciting. And yeah. we got so we have nine events between now and uh, and Grand Parade Day, um, and we got some new stuff uh, this year. Uh, we have a new component to the mayor's ball this year that we've never done before so uh we're going to do the mayor's ball again at union station we did it at union station last year and then there'll be a new Wait, did it used to just be at city hall it was at city That's hall what I thought, right? it was at city hall for many years um you know the, the pandemic happened and then you know city hall is also we sort of outgrew city yeah, hall right, it's, a, right. it's a hard place to do an event and it's too small uh for what the event became so uh union station's a much bigger space it's also a very grand uh, location like City Hall is, and um, and afterwards this year, um, Mayor Jones is going to host uh, a an after party, uh, which is also a charitable event, just like the Mayor's Ball is. Uh, so an after party at City Hall. So Mayor's Ball at Union Station, and then after that's over, an after party. So how, how do you get into the after party? Well, you have to be on like the VIP list for that. No, it's a, oh. they're they're both ticketed events okay. and they're both charitable. So the you know the proceeds from the mayor's ball always go to the Mardi Gras Foundation. I'm president of the Mardi Gras Foundation. We do community grants in Soulard and downtown with that money, mm-hmm. uh, kind of for you know the folks of Soulard hosting this party for forty well guess, deserved, 40, right? Years. I yeah. prove that. And then um, the uh, the after party is also uh, a charitable event. Excellent. Yeah. Let's get to some space stuff here. Yeah. And why is 2023 going to be so big for NASA and for space enthusiasts look, like yourself and just people who are fascinated by this? By the way, it's Buzz Aldrin's birthday today. I should mention I, that I as well. I was going to mention yeah. that. Yeah. Was he 94, so ha- I think? Happy, I think he's 194. <laughs> you know, so, I, I think I told you this like before. That. 1997, 1996, here in St. Louis, before I took off to Milwaukee for about 10 years, I interviewed him in the studio. And he was bizarre. He had a yeah. book out at the time, and he. Yeah. You know, my takeaway was, wow, being up on the moon maybe does some <laughs> something weird to you. But I, man, actually, he's still kicking. He was he was that way before. No, I know. I yeah. think I've been. Yeah, told I, that. I think yeah. he was that way right, before. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. but why is this such a big year? 
So lots of reasons. Uh, So 2022 was the biggest launch year we've ever had with about 175 successful launches, about 182, something like that, attempts, but 175 successful launches. This year is going to be even bigger than that. And of of what's coming up this year, 100 are going to be SpaceX alone. 100, really? 100 planned launches by SpaceX alone. So what does that mean? What, are, is that Richard Branson going up? or, or, or No, that, that's, uh, SpaceX is uh, Elon Musk's company. I know, but I guess yeah. I was thinking, wasn't he on? Maybe I'm confusing it, but... Are, those are private rides, right? Well, some of them are going to be uh, like commercial space flight for people, including the first ever commercial spacewalk. So you're going to have, you know, people who bought a ticket going up to do get out of the spaceship and do a spacewalk. So do that, like a Sandra Bullock thing in Gravity, right? Exactly. So where are they going to do that? It'll though? pretty where, much where exactly they do be it? like that. <laughs> it, will yeah. they float off and George Clooney's going to have to chase after them in space? Or Well, it'll cost more money if they want Clooney. But when you say sure. spacewalk, seriously, what does that mean? It it means you get out, out of you get out of the spaceship, you're floating you know, around open, in the, open the door, and get out of the spaceship. Um, you know, I and actually, I'm sure they'll have a, a tether sure uh, system. So they don't float away like Sandra that's Bullock, right? right? That's well, exactly you know, right. NASA's sorry to ruin got that movie the, for everyone who hasn't seen it, but yeah, yeah. Spoiler alert: <laughs> uh, NASA's got the uh, you know the uh, the little jetpack thing that you can fly around, and you don't need a tether. I'm pretty sure these folks oh, don't have a tether. Yeah, um, but. That's the first time that's ever happened. Uh, they're going to fly, or they're planning to fly their Starship, uh, which is the biggest rocket ever, 400 wow. feet tall, 33 engines. That's in the still first SpaceX. Stage alone. That's SpaceX. Okay. Uh, there are a number of other uh, really what they call heavy lift rockets coming online, including Vulcan, which I love because I'm a Star Trek nerd, <laughs> and it's called Vulcan. Um, so there are a lot of those. But what does that do? Online. Like that rocket is for what purpose? Uh, the these heavy lift rockets, you want to be able to lift heavier payloads into orbit so you can do more things. And just one example of that is going to be when we deorbit the International Space Station in uh, 2031, in January of 2031, there are a whole number of commercial companies that want to build uh, space stations in low Earth orbit. Well, in order to get the the pieces up there to assemble a space station in orbit, you have to lift powerful rockets. Right, you need big, powerful rockets to do that. Hey, Mac, you've heard then that the Chinese are trying to get up there and claim the moon as their own before anybody yeah, we else about can. That a little bit, right? Yeah. And uh, would they be doing the same thing then, doing these heavy rockets right now? I mean, are we kind of in a race to even be able to carry heavy stuff to the moon? Is that phase one? Yeah. So they are also developing oh, uh, heavy God. lift rockets of their own. Um, and it and it is going to be a race to do That's that. That's what I'm thinking. And the the one one of the big advantages I think this country has always had, and now it's translating into space, is the the innovation of our commercial sector, right? I mean, the rest of the right. world is still doing this as, as national, publicly owned, you know, space efforts. Yeah, the government's funding everything. The, yeah, the government's right. doing it all. Um, what's going on in the commercial sector here is is really something. And now we're not the only ones with a commercial That's space That's what I was going to ask. Okay. So. Uh, if, so, for example, there's this little company out of um, New Zealand huh. that's going to do the first ever commercial uh, probe to Venus this year. Wow. Right? So, let, let me stop It's never right happened there. before. Right. What? Why? 
does a commercial venture do that? I understand science question. and everything, but what is commercial ventures usually want to make money? Makes money. Right? So what, do how do they yeah. do that? So I wondered the same thing. Uh, they're they're going to go and uh, try to um, try to learn more about whether there's a possibility of life in uh, Venus's atmosphere, hmm. because the atmosphere of Venus is so dense. This uh, spacecraft will survive for about five minutes. Whoa! That's the plan. It will survive for five minutes and record whatever it can. Record in that five whatever minutes? it can. Send it back before it's crushed and melted by the atmosphere of Venus because it is so. Intense. And isn't that a clue yeah. that maybe it's uninhabitable? <laughs> if you... Yeah, wouldn't that? Well, but, okay, un- so uninhabitable by us. But uh, this is this is a risky. I mean, it could end up just blowing up and nothing comes back. But what right. are they hoping comes back at that right. point? Right. That's a, a... So, so what you find out from that, or or how you commercialize what you can find out from that. That part is a mystery to me. That too. has right. lost. But me. we. And that's but just got... a, you said you described it as more of a smaller company, right? Yeah. Yeah. A smaller company with enough money to send to, to something to Venus for five minutes. Yeah. So wow. uh, you have the first commercial lunar landers are going to uh, come online this year and uh, fly to the moon. NASA is going to announce the crew for the Artemis II mission scheduled for 2024. So this will be four, four people, uh, three Americans and one uh, Canadian from the Canadian Space Agency. Um, remember the, well, you don't remember because you're too young, but the Mercury 7 uh, announcement when NASA announced the first astronauts, the Mercury 7 astronauts. I would expect NASA is going to really try and do this up as the, the first humans to fly to the moon since well, it's pretty 1972. Right. Yeah, that, yeah, that's a big deal. Now, here's one of the stories I had um, from a couple of days ago. Inside NASA's plan to one-up the James Webb Space Telescope, the mission of the Habitable Worlds Observatory is basically to locate aliens. Do you know anything about that? Uh, I don't know if they're going to find any. <laughs> is that habitable? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, habitable. Say? Okay. Say? Habitable. Right. Yeah. I just couldn't yeah. understand. Ha- yeah, okay. Well, because I didn't know what I was reading, so oh. that's basically yeah. what it is. But yeah. that's what yeah. you're habitable saying, right? Worlds, yeah, it says so, the Habitable Worlds Observatory. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And uh, given the way uh, the developments that we've had in telescope technology and all that, you're gonna you're seeing this kind of specialization there uh, that didn't really exist before. It, it led by things like Webb. And the stuff that's coming out of the James Webb is incredible. Unbelievable. And and it's just started. Wow. When you say it's just started, because we're just starting to get the images that are taking a while. Right. Yeah, okay. Right. Yeah. I mean the the uh, I can't remember what the planned service life is of Webb, but it but it's long, right? It's it's supposed to run for a long, long time. And, uh, uh, the, you know, that's going to be great. Okay, so where are we with Mars then? Give us the update on Mars. Uh, so we're planning another uh, rover for Mars. Uh, there's a whole fleet of spacecraft from lots of different companies that are going to be flying to uh, Mars. Some of them are orbiters. Some of them are landers. Um, it's interesting. Mars is known as a, as a spacecraft eater. It's, it's super hard to land mm. on Mars because there's... Not much atmosphere to slow you down when you get there, but just enough to kill you if you don't do it right. Wow. So a lot of countries have tried to put a lander on the surface of Mars. So far, the United States is the only one that's succeeded. Everybody else's have failed. We are great. Um, So (laughs) she's excited about that. I love it. I just love it when we win that sort of stuff. um, But in terms of human 
space flight to Mars. Everybody's really focused on moon right now. Is it just too much? Is it just Mars? We don't think it'll be too much money. It's just too far away that we haven't figured it out. I mean, as far as our own technology goes. There's there's a lot to figure out yeah. to, to fly to, to Mars. It That's is fair. not it is not I usually describe it as it is not the same thing. The difference between moon and Mars is not the same thing as the difference between driving to Pittsburgh or New York. <laughs> right, 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 it right. Is, it's a lot different than that. There are so many things that you have to figure out in terms of human psychology, oh, sticking yeah. a bunch of people in a tin can for as long as it'll take to get there. Then you have to live there for a while and come back. You're exposed to deep space radiation Oof. for months and months. And that's something no human has ever been exposed to. Yeah, we don't even know. So we got to figure that out. Mm. Uh, you know, there, there are a lot of things we need to sort out to get to Mars. But uh, go ahead, Sue. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say that the James Webb uh, planned life is at least five years, by the way. I just looked that up. It'll, so that, it'll that's going to be twice that long. Don't you think? Yeah. Right, because they say minimum of five years at yeah. this thing. What, Sorry, are you, what, what are you most excited about? Is it Artemis or is it just everything because you're so geeked up about this? I, I'm, I'm most excited about Artemis and the fact that we're going to see more progress there. But I'm also just tremendously excited about the development, the continuing development of these reusable rockets and reusable spacecraft. Mm. Why? Because it, it's such a game changer. I mean, it, it changes the economics of spaceflight entirely. The, the Starship, just as one example, like, like I said, this is the biggest rocket ever made. Jeez. And it's designed to be completely reusable. That's, that makes my brain hurt. Think about I, how I'm much money you. that saves. Well, oh. I, it's just ungodly, the yeah. amount of money that would save. The, 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 the line that, that Musk always uses when he's not on Twitter is, uh, you know, imagine how much your airplane ticket would cost if they threw the airplane away at the end of the flight. Oh, my gosh. That's right. right. That's and, a and, really good way and of that's yeah. what And that's what spaceflight has exactly. been. Exactly. Right? right? It costs so much because you throw the airplane away at the end of the flight. Well, if you didn't have to do that, then, you know, you could fly to Las Vegas for $39 yeah, right. on Southwest. So this is going to be a fascinating decade because you, you think about and everybody in this room has been alive since we first went to the moon. And nothing's really happened. We've had what's happened with Mars. We've tracked yeah. this. But now it seems like this is on steroids and it's really going to be accelerated. So my question for you, Mac, would be, let's say we get to um, 2033, 10 years from now, right? Am mm -hmm. I doing the math right on that? What are your expectations for all of this? How will it? Because with the Artemis Project in particular, I'm like, we're, we're going to try to stay up there, right? Right. That's the plan. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to stay. And, and the Chinese are going to stay. Which, quite frankly, is why we're going to stay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, right, right, right. Uh, so, so every, so everybody. The big focus right now is is Moon. So, uh, I, I would expect a couple of things. Uh, number one, there's going to be a, a whole litany of uh, launch vehicles uh, that doesn't exist now. So, lots and lots of options: big rockets and small rockets. Just tell us what you want to put up there, and we've got a rocket for that. Yeah. Uh, that's number one. Uh, number two, you're going to see a uh, a base of some kind. On the moon. That makes uh, sense. Probably an American base, probably a Chinese base uh, of some kind. But you're going to you're going to see that and all the infrastructure that you need to make that happen. And you're also going to see uh, a whole range of commercial uh, uh, space stations in, in Earth orbit. And all of this will happen in the next 10 years. And even with all this technology, you will still drive by 
Forest Park in the St. Louis Zoo on Highway 40, and your cell signal will drop off. I just want to guarantee you that. Oh, Mac Bradley, great to see you. We'll talk a little bit more Mardi Gras and Moon stuff in the coming weeks and months, but thanks for coming in. Happy New Year. Thanks for having me. All Happy right, New Year take to care. you guys. I ran out of time for Matt Pauley. I was going to talk a little uh, NFL football and win this story. I'll get to this on Monday because it actually is a really interesting um, story about the NIL, the name, image, and likeness. Yes, from I want to hear Florida. it. This guy who was basically offered or was going to get $13 million as the quarterback of Florida. But I, I ran out of time. I don't know why this came across Twitter yesterday. And, Sue, you might remember this. I think I do kind of remember it because this goes back to 2014. I have something else for Audio Cut of the Day. And when I first saw this, I thought it was new. And then I remembered. I did a little research. No, it had happened a long time ago. So there was this kid. You know how they do College Week on uh, Wheel of Fortune? Oh, yeah. Julian Batt was a guy that went on Wheel of Fortune when he was um, 19 years old. He went to the University of Indiana. This is what happened. <laughs> Yeah, four L. So he's he's filling out the puzzle and he guesses every single letter to the puzzle. Like there is nothing left, right, wow. on the puzzle. So he gets everything. But listen, what happens? Here. Accept that. Okay. All right. No, he get because he guesses. Huh? Then he's asked to guess. Seven hundred. C. Yeah, there are two C's. Wow. And now he's got the whole thing, right? Wow. Every letter is okay. filled. Okay. I saw. Oh, well, that'd be a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Mythological hero. Achilles. I can't accept that. Okay. Achilles. Shelby. I'll solve. Yeah. Mythological hero Achilles. Yeah, that's it. Oh, 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 and oh, he oh. lost, uh, again, I don't know why this kind of popped around on the internet yesterday. Oh. He lost a million dollars. Stop prize. it. Just by mispronouncing Achilles. Yeah, isn't wow. that nuts? I guess there was a there was quite a controversy about that at the time. I can see because you know he had the letters right. He just couldn't pronounce it. So, but here's here's the thing. Um, this got updated yesterday. I don't know how this happens, right? Um, yeah, I guess it's just somebody that picked up a terrible story from years ago because there's a website out. It's the Sun in the UK, huh. and they did a story recently that says a Wheel of Fortune contestant was met with a final puzzle that outraged fans accused was unfair, if not just plain bad. And that was from a couple of days ago. But again, this is from 2014. So I think what happens is, is you do have people at newspapers and websites that see things on Twitter, which is where I saw this, and they think it's a new story. Right. It's right. not a new story. But it's but, still a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. I thought, you know, that that I never... Actually... I wonder if they ever changed a rule on that because it was controversial. Because that's like when, when Smokey Robinson pronounced... Uh, Chinooka. Yeah, Remember Chinooka. Uh-huh. We love smoking. Of course, a but... million bucks wasn't up in the air. <laughs> well, that's a good point. You know. Playback ready. Now, the audio cut of the day. Well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a musical cut of the day here. This was an album that was pretty important to me when I was a kid. It was 40 years ago today that this came out. Can you name the I'm album, trying. Sue? In a second, I like this intro. This was the uh, first track on this particular record from 1983. Def Leppard. Oh, I love Def Leppard. Pyromania. This is rock, rock till you drop. Ed. And I was very much into Def Leppard yeah. at the time. And this I, was a yeah. huge. I mean, their the first two records were producing hits, and they were pretty big. But this one set them on fire. Too late was on this album. Well, this was a big one, of course. Oh my God! On there, right? I can see where I was when I was listening. You know, that's how hardcore these albums are. 
Well, and you know, I've told you this story. I, I was in their heyday, and on this record in particular, I was backstage at the old Checker Dome twice for Def Leppard because I was, you know, doing some early radio work at the time. Never met them. Got my record flats that were signed, but I never went them. Met them, and it took me. It really did take me a long time to realize that the reason that Def Leppard didn't really care that I didn't want to meet them or that they didn't want to meet me is because I didn't have boobs. And there yeah, were a lot of. Yeah. Well, I should have yeah, tried. Darn it. Hey, if I'd have known the trends for 2022 and 2023 on just becoming a woman, I would have changed everything right back then. Backstage at the Checker Dome. Have a great weekend. We'll talk Monday. Get more at 971talk.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.